Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Oh, oh fuck. Yeah, it, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh. That is oh, the just word. Just a wave of exhaustion. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Mm. Hi, mm. hi, everyone. Hi. 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 Hello. My name is, my name is David Bell. Oh, that's not my name. Uh, my name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched The Book of Henry. The Book. <laughs> the Book of, of Henry. <laughs> the Book. <laughs> oh, no. This is going to be... This is going to be something. Our legacy isn't how many commas we have in our bank account. It's who we're lucky enough to have in our lives and what we can leave them with. Henry, remind me again why we can't put you in a gifted school. Because it's better for my psychosocial development for me to interact with a peer group in a normal school environment. Oh, yeah. 2017's The Book of Henry. Okay. So, what day is it? Monday? Uh, yeah. We, I, I, was there anything out this weekend? I didn't even check. Um, um, Judas and the Black Messiah is still out. We oh, probably, I want to see that. We should, we should do that at some point. Yeah, we should do that. We're getting caught up on some of our we just watched classics for the Patreon. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, That's you know, what while, we're doing. While well, theatrical releases are still kind of pretty slow right now. Yeah, lukewarm. You know, we'll hit we'll hit up the biggies. Uh, so this is this is brought to you by our, our by, bleh, yeah, brought to you by our Patreon, Harris. Harris, new, new. I think a new one. Thank oh. you very much, Harris. Well, thank you, Harris, because uh, you you gave me the ability to watch the Book of Henry. Uh, it's a film. Yeah, I've been, I've been meaning to watch for three years now. Now this is a movie by Colin Trevorrow. It mm-hmm. was written in the '90s. It was written in like 1998. And apparently he was supposed to direct it, and then it, he made Jurassic World, and then he directed it between Jurassic World and Jurassic World 2. I've heard rumors that it's why he didn't get a Star War, but I don't know if that's true. I think he was just a jerk, right? Um, I don't know if that's accurate either. Um, but okay. yeah, definitely the rumors, because you know, Colin Trevor was famously attached to do a Star War, and then yeah. he is no longer doing a Star War. I feel like people know my views on Jurassic World mm-hmm. and the general uh, shittiness of getting to do one indie comedy and then getting Jurassic World immediately after, mm-hmm. and how that's not how it should work. Well, you uh, should have to prove that you could make a movie like that. Yeah, like a grand scale action adventure is not the same thing as safety not guaranteed. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, uh, and and so Book of Henry is more like. This seems like the type of movie he would do after Safety Not Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, well, but this seems then like it's like what the, this movie is. This seems like the the I don't want to say tier, but like this seems like the budget movie. The budget he should have done yeah. after Safety but, Not Guaranteed. Uh, this movie got terrible reviews. It did, uh, and it, I think it's currently think it, at a thirty on Metacritic. Do audiences like it? I don't know. Tom, did you like this movie? (sighs) It's a terrible movie. This this movie is fascinating. Um, It is very bad. Yeah, and I do want to talk about why it's bad. And I I do actually put the blame on Trevorrow uh, more than the writer. I there's a there's a pretty major writing thing that I want to talk about. So that's interesting. well, I, all right. I'm not saying it's well written. <laughs> right, 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 right. I, I wrote down. I wrote down some lines. You know, uh, it's 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 got that. Uh, I'm really smart writing style. Yes, where it thinks it's extremely smart and it's just not. Mm-hmm. It's fil- um, it's film school shit. Yes, uh, like the dialogue and stuff. I mean, the stuff that's like yeah, supposed the- to be like smart. It's film school shit. Yeah, exactly. It's about a genius kid. God, we're just going to have to go through the plot. Because I think a lot of people haven't watched this movie. Why would you? Why sort of know? would you have seen? the? Okay, so 
<laughs> we're going to have to have, at, at the very least, we're going to have to give the extreme broad strokes of the plot because the thing that is that this film is infamous for, if you've heard about this film at all, you've probably heard that it's out of its mind or that it right. just it, 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 it has such a left turn in it. I would say tonally, it's absolutely all over the place all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's. This is why I say I blame the director, because like the first thing, the beginning credits is like jaunty piano music, like a real goodwill hunting type of opening where it's, it's like, uh, oh, I'm watching like a heartfelt drama. Right. It's it's like the main title theme. And it, it's it's not like there's a lot of talent involved in this movie. Like it's it's um, yeah. what's his name? Michael Giacchino, the uh, score uh, composer for The Incredibles. Right. And Ratatouille. This this is why I'm blaming the director, because it the movie presents itself like fucking like cider house rules or some shit um yeah it, it starts an october off, sky where right, it's, it's like, like you're gonna real, go on a heartfelt like stand yeah. by me type journey he it's like it's like blueprints and it's like oh he's a quirky inventor kid mm-hmm. but this isn't that i don't think this was ever supposed to be that i think this was always supposed to be a thriller Okay, so and it's like they forgot that it was a thriller for the first part of the movie they forgot it's a thriller for an hour and 22 minutes yeah um okay so here's the plot of the movie is there you got single mom naomi watts with her two boys uh henry and peter um and henry henry's 11 peter's i don't know eight seven like yeah several years younger than henry and henry's a real smart kid henry's a genius baby He, he he handles he handles all of their finances. Like she, the school does. Go ahead. The, sorry, his class does the assignment of talk about your legacy. You know, as as a school assignment would be. As a school uh, assignment show- for eleven year olds would yeah. be. And this is what I mean. That it's a badly he, written movie. And There's he shows up small- and, sa- and he says something like, "I just want to do what I can while I'm on this side of the dirt." And I'm like, nobody yeah, fucking talks says, like isn't that. It- he says about legacy, isn't it just comfort food to stave off existential crisis? And so it's lines like that where it's like, come the fuck on. Mm-hmm. Calm down, movie. Yeah. So, the part where Sarah Silverman... Oh, God. Okay, sorry. You're explaining the plot. Yeah. I'm trying to get through the plot. I know. Um, it's, I know. Okay, so Henry's a genius. Like he, he He's basically the parent. Like, the mom, we, she works at a diner and plays lots of Gears of War. Like, we don't... He takes care of everything. Like she defers to him on everything. He takes care of the finances. Yeah. She is helpless. He, she is helpless. Yeah. And like he, all adults and like I think all the female characters helpless. The main object of the film's like sympathy and action, the the next door neighbor little girl. Yeah. She has about four lines. She has no agency Mm-mm. at the very end and we'll get to like when she's just like everything's all right and it's like no it's not. Mm-mm. We'll get to it. It's we'll a real, it's a real face-off ending. It's like, hey, I brought home yeah. a kid. Yeah, she has that. That character has no yep. no personality. No, she is an ob- She's a prop. Yes, she um, is a prop. Uh, so like Henry invests in stocks. Like they like he's done so well with investments that she doesn't even need to work. She just does, and they the movie right. does, doesn't explore that at all. No, why, why I, she works. <laughs> No, I have a re. Oh, oh, why she works? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Um, Henry ha- it notices that this neighbor girl that he has a crush on uh, is being sexually abused by her stepfather, who is Hank from Breaking Bad. Dean Norris, <laughs> yeah, Dean Norris, yeah, playing the bo- the role he's born to play, which is aggressive cop. Aggressive cop, yeah. He's always yeah. always some sort of aggressive authority figure. Yeah. Um. So he's tried, and we learn that he's tried several times to report it to the school and report it to CPS, and it, he just keeps getting railroaded because Dean Norris is the police commissioner. His brother is like a big wheel within the system. So basically, every attempt to uh, have the authorities come in and, and intervene just gets squashed because right. he's, he's such a powerful figure. Yeah. Um, Henry... So we see him, he's making, he's planning something. He's making extended, and this, okay. He loves his Rube Goldberg machines, He loves, he's an inventor. He loves, Dave, (laughs) 
I, I we ha- we have to get through this, but I cannot wait to scream at the top of my lungs about this. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, so we see that he's an inventor. Like like we said, like the opening credit sequence is like this whimsical tour through one of his sketchbooks. It's like very Da Vinci. Like he sketches yeah. out these fanciful inventions. We see that he builds them. He wins a lot of awards for being a young engineer. So we see that he's designing some contraption uh that we can tell like nobody ever explicitly says this but you can tell that it's he's building something to try to save her basically right or he's 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 planning something he's planning something he's not building anything we're gonna get we're gonna get to that we're okay because they they introduce this kid as like he makes crazy contraptions he's rick moranis and honey i shrunk the kid that's not at all what comes into play. It doesn't affect the plot in any way. No. Nope. <laughs> Makes you wonder why he's even a genius. Yep. Um so Henry very suddenly gets brain cancer and dies. He sure does. It's the halfway point of the movie. <laughs> at like the 40 minute mark. Yeah, like at forty minute mark, he has a seizure. They have to take him to the hospital, and the, the next twenty minutes of the movie, it just, the movie stops so we can watch Henry die for twenty yeah. minutes. Basically, it's and agonizing. To, if you well, if you can't tell from our tone, it doesn't do a good job at making you feel anything. So like I mean, when he a, died, a, I was just like, yeah, let's get some more dead kids in here. I don't give a fuck. Like well, I just his, I want it was just. His, a- I thought his actual death there, was effective because of the performances, not because of anything. Yeah, I was about to say the performances are fine; they're, they're all good. Yeah, but the movie is so it's trying to make you feel so many things that it's, it's like, it's no, trying, I'm not gonna feel this for you, this, Murphy. You're not I, doing the work. I yeah. What what I kept thinking of more, and we're not even done with the plot yet, but I'll, I'll get back to it. But this yeah. is related. Um, what I kept thinking of watching this movie, more so than this is a bad movie, is this feels like a bad novel because yeah. because it tries to cram in so much. Yeah, it's, it's just a bunch of things keep ha- like right. It's like it's like reading a really like a book that's a little too long and is really meandering. Like I don't. It's it's just I kept Here's getting the thing. this is a bad novel. Without without getting too much into it, I, I suspect this, since this was written in the 90s, I suspect a lot of producers had notes and they forgot the sim- they forgot how to simplify things and mm-hmm. it just kept adding stuff. Because, for example, all, all Henry needs to do is die. That's all he needs to do in this scene, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the movie comes to a screeching halt so that we can have this subplot with the brain tumor and spend like... I don't know, 15, 20 minutes at the hospital. Right. All they needed to do was hit him with a car. Like they are this, my girl, him, my girl, his ass, you know, like that's all the movie well, needed to do is just eliminate him. Well, he just needed to die. He didn't need a brain tumor. They wanted, I tell you why they did that. Cause I had that thought too. They, yeah. they wanted to have the aspect of Naomi Watts listening to the tape recording and trying to follow his instructions because he wouldn't have left instructions for her unless, right. he, unless he knew he was dying. Here's, here's a question, though, Tom, because yeah. I, I, how, when did he make that tape recording? They very clumsily show us him sneaking out and making it while his head is wrapped. So we know he did it. Really? At, yes. He, wait. So we know so the movie is trying to tell us that he snuck out of the hospital. He snuck out of the hospital? Mm-hmm. They show him sneak out of the hospital? I mm-hmm. guess I missed that. That is absolutely out of its fucking mind. Yeah. And again, this is you're right. Uh it's it's but again, they could they could have figured out a way to deal with this. They could have had him sick at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? He could have just been like a bed sick kid. They they needed it. Just felt like they kept putting pieces on top of pieces, and we'll get to well other signs of that. There, there's another. At, yeah, you could have even. All they needed to do was because they do this thing where like Henry's talking to his doctor, who is fucking Lee Pace. Yeah. Um. <laughs> fucking Thranduil, Ronan the Accuser. <laughs> um. He's talking to his doctor and he keeps like interrupting him with like with what the prognosis is. It's basically he's telling him he's got inoperable brain cancer. Yeah. Um, 
they could have like and he's like oh i should have thought about that i don't know why I take these headaches more seriously blah 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 it's like well no if he's like if you're going to lean on him being a genius just like a very simple way to solve this problem is to just have him already s- suspect that he's dying of cancer so that he starts yeah, and leave he something. starts to make these preparations and then when it finally happens he's already done all of it because it's what he was suspecting because he's a genius and that way you right. don't need to cram in the wholly unbelievable sequence of him sneaking out and then making these preparations it's like there's no way an 11 year old boy who just had Snuck out of who, the fucking who hospital. just had brain surgery yeah. like they they take some of the cancer out they just can't get all of it because it's spread too much so he's he has had brain surgery (laughs) he's not gonna be like light on his feet um but anyway there okay so he dies he tells (laughs) i was gonna say something about why i thought like his actual death was 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 uh, got a little bit of emotion out of me uh well it's like you said it is a well done scene well they did but i I wouldn't let this movie make me feel anything because it, it didn't it just didn't earn it. That's fair. So like that's fair when like, yeah, when it's like the Dean Norris and his daughter scenes and the kid with brain cancer was just like this. You're not doing the work. I refuse to feel for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, kill all the kids. I want a Zamboni to drive into this movie and plow down yeah. all the kids. Murder all these children. Okay. Yeah, I don't care, movie. Okay, 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 okay. But I get what you're saying. There, there was an effectiveness in the performances in that and scene, the, for and, sure. And the decision, and I'm not sure if it was in the script or if it was something the actor decided to do, because he's not bad. He played, uh, he was an it. He's been in a few things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, um, that, that kid's good. He's fine. Like, he gets out of bed and, and tries desperately, he just wants to see the sky before he dies. Yeah. And then he starts. he starts just calling out mommy. So it's like in like yeah. in the in the instance before his death, he's not the genius anymore. He's just an eleven year old boy. That's the correct that's the correct instinct. I'll say I'll give the movie that. Sure. Anyway, I mean, this is, <laughs> anyway. I, I would say I I think I said out loud I felt bad for the child actors in this because they don't know they're doing their best. They're doing these scenes where they're crying yeah. and they have to deal with these emotions, and it's like oh god. But it's for a terrible it's script. It's for a terrible movie. And it's like, that's yeah. that's hard to do when you're an that's, adult. So if you're having these little kids mm-hmm. trying to do these emotional scenes, I'm like, well, I don't quite have this emotional capacity yet, but I'm doing my best, doggone it. And it's for the book of Henry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like... I, I'm going to say at the top of this, uh, like, the way I'd fix this movie is not make it. Like, if someone gave me this script, I'd say, well, this is a good try. Uh, let's do a new script, shall we? Like that's what that would be the advice I'd give about this movie. There's two. There's, uh, I think there's two major. Okay, we'll get to it. All right. <laughs> all right, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. All right, all right. Let's go through the story. So Henry dies, but before he dies, he tells his little brother, "You got to make sure mom reads my red journal, and just mom, not you. You the should book read of it. Henry. The book of Henry, the titular yeah. book of Henry." So she reads yeah. it, and it, cre- it 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 contains an elaborate plan to kill Dean Norris. Um, yes, uh, because you say elaborate, but like, well, I'm get it's we're, okay, we we'll get into up it. until we'll get this into point, it. we have every reason to believe it is an elaborate plan because right, we see that, that he's we, gonna fucking Rube Goldberg his that, ass. We see that he builds machines. We saw that he's drawing like a lot of schematics and and illustrations and stuff in this red journal uh right. with a lot of instructions um he uh, they he does go to the gun store and learn the magic word dominic, dominic yeah uh, okay yeah so basically she she goes she she follows the plan because she quickly also realizes that trying to do anything through official channels has been useless up to this point um so she goes through his journal is listening to this tape recording he made for her that's like getting her through step by step to take Dean Norris out um she decides against it at the very last minute and instead just tells Dean Norris look I know what you've done um I saw you do it Henry was saw you do it he's been documenting it for months I'm gonna do like it's like I know you're protected but I'm gonna do whatever I have to do I'll go to the the press. I'll go to the FBI. I'll make sure you don't get away from this. And <laughs> well, she does that at the end. That's what yeah, she yeah, says. She, yeah, she ultimately yeah. decides not. She goes through the all the steps of the plan, 
Yeah. Um, You're really glossing over what the steps I am of the plan because is, I want to but... scream right. about it. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. But she okay. goes through the plan, decides not to do it. It's basically just instead of killing him, she just tells Dean Norris, I'm going to get you. He goes home and shoots himself. Well, <laughs> you're skipping. you're skipping some stuff. Yeah. Which is why he shoots himself because he does get found out because the principal is so moved by the girl's ballet mm-hmm. that she decides to call the cops. Right. The thing that you, you, you skipped was Henry at the beginning keeps going to the principal and being like, yeah, this guy is obviously abusing his daughter. Mm-hmm. The principal is like, nah, we're not going to do anything about that. Then she sees the girl do ballet mm-hmm. and says, I should probably call the cops. Right. It's so dumb. Like, she's like, well, we've done it it's- before and they didn't find anything and I'm not going to be held responsible for harassing a student. And then, like, she watches her do ballet. She's like, she is being molested. Yeah. It's and so And I want to talk about why I think that happened in this script. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, Dean Norris hears the cops coming and blows his head mm-hmm. off. Really, really uh, Cromwell's out of this movie. Really Cromwell's right out of the movie. And then that's, like, at the end when the little, the, the, like... The mother adopts the girl and just moves her into the house next to the house where her stepfather blew his head off after abusing after her abusing for years. abusing her for years, yep. And she's just in bed like, yeah, I'm good. Yep, doesn't say- <laughs> like, doesn't, no, you are not. Doesn't say a word. <laughs> yeah. She says maybe 16 words in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Also, the movie does a victory lap at the end with the narration where he goes, sometimes a good story will remind you of who you want to be. I busted out laughing. <laughs> it's the, amazing. Like, no joke. Movie the, just the narr- itself on the bed. The narration comes in with good, like, there are a lot of good stories out there. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh shit, this is not one they of the movies. Really, <laughs> yeah, they were really like, bet you, bet you thought that was incredible, huh, audience? Yeah. Like, they really thought that they had just slam dunked. Uh-huh. Uh it's fucking wild it's incredible because of what all right so we should talk about what how she's gonna kill dean norris okay this is the what yeah this is the major thing and then there's a second thing that i also i don't necessarily want to scream about it but i want i want to scream about <laughs> i think this. there's a lot of things there's a lot of things yeah. okay so the pre- the core premise of the movie is genius boy right genius boy is devising this plan to rescue his neighbor um yeah but then he dies so some like his mom has to do it for him using his notes. His Okay, so the genius boy inventor, his plan for getting rid of Dean Norris is to buy a gun and shoot him. Yes. It's that's it. That's it's it. It's to go to a gun store say Dominic sent me. <laughs> And the gun store, that- again, the gun store guy has no agency, too. He's just like, oh, well. Oh, I guess, I you guess said I'll, do- if you yeah, say yeah, the word yeah, Dominic, say the word Dominic not making any, it's for Dominic. Not making any phone calls. I'm going to yeah. sell you a sniper rifle with a, a night vision scope. And yeah. yeah, anyway. And his mother has, again, so little agency and doesn't, is such an, a like dysfunctional human being where she's that scene where he's in the hospital and the doctor's like, you have to sign this. And she's like, but I can't, I have to ask Henry. And it's like, what the fuck happened to this family? Mm-hmm. Uh, that- like that this, she's like, uh, and she like shakily signs it. Mm-hmm. So she just like does everything her son tells her. Yes. And buys the gun and starts carrying out the fucking starts assassinate, uh, like doing assassin training. Mm-hmm. Uh, while her son's in her ear podcasting her through mm-hmm. like how to murder Dean Norris. Yeah. It's a whole se- it's a whole section of the movie. Yep. I don't mind the aspect of I think the movie maybe began with that idea of a of a mom with a genius son who's like who's just who can't take care of herself. Like she forgot how to be an adult, then the son dies sure. and she's like I don't know what to do. Um, but they make they it's so over the top it's over the top and i also to i want to talk about why that's a failure of directing but uh the we're still on the gun yeah that's this is one of two major writing but since you're gonna come down on the directing from the writing standpoint the fact that we harp so much on on the idea that he's this boy genius who is this genius inventor and we see him drawing all these schematics and then they just show us that his plan is to buy a gun and shoot him yeah i think the i think that what they wanted to happen was the 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 implication of rube goldberg is that everybody's a cog in his machine 
But it's just him telling his it's mom to buy a gun. It's just him telling his mom to buy a gun and shoot him. Like, if they had yeah, revealed if there was some that, reveal, that, yeah. that there were other, yeah. a bunch of, like, I thought for a second that's what it was going to be, like, something, like, he told his brother to do something that seems inconsequential, but it was going to line up with what he was telling his mom to do. But that doesn't happen. Yeah. Like, his plan have was to t- just have her buy a gun and shoot Dean Norris. <laughs> Yeah. We haven't talked about why she didn't shoot Dean Norris. It's because a Rube Goldberg machine goes off in the treehouse mm-hmm. as she's about to. She makes. All right. So Dean Norris is like an Assassin's Creed NPC. She makes like whistling sounds and he just wanders into the woods. Yeah. How many times? To follow them. Well, it's. It's. There's the the dumbness. He like, the dumbness of it is twofold. Like one, he hears this whistling and it's like it's. He gets it's, out his gun. It's distant. So it's like. You'd hear it and you'd be like, well, that's some kids or something. Like, right. it's not inside his house. It's like down the street in the woods. Yeah. So he goes to invest. Not only does he go to investigate this whistle, but yes, like you said, he brings his he gun. Can... Yeah. Dude, and it's like, live, what is going you on? You live in a suburban neighborhood. It's like 630 at night. That's probably kids or like somebody whistling yeah. for their dog. Why are you bringing yeah. a gun, man? Yeah, what is going on? What kind and then of he stands maniac? out there. He stands out there for like 10 right, minutes. Like, like looking is somebody around. here? What's <laughs> like, going on? He might as well have a question mark above his head. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's just looking around for like an interminable amount of time. And so she's, and again, these are like, that's like failures of directing, right? This is all like, that's, there's better ways of doing that, these Yeah, scenes. that's, I mean, that's all, there's also a, I mean. It's not great writing It's not either, great writing, because why the fuck would he go out there? Yeah, um, uh, and so she's sitting there aiming in the treehouse, and she triggers his Rube Goldberg machine mm-hmm. uh, that does this elaborate Rube Goldberg machine that flips baby photos in front of her of him as a kid, and she goes, she says something like, "I I can't do it. You're just a kid," or something like that, and it mm-hmm. was like, "Oh my god." Um, I think she, I think in the original script, she shot him. I think that's one of the things the sweaty ass changes to this movie, maybe. Um, because the principal subplot, I think what happened was a producer was like, she can't shoot him. That's dark. Mm-hmm. And then someone else was like, but he still needs to die Yeah, because it's that, it's that feeling. So they're like, how does he do it? Well, maybe he blows his head off. How, why does he blow his head off? Maybe the cops are called. Why are the cops called? I don't know. The principal does it. Why would the principal do it? I don't know. Like she sees the girl do ballet. Mm-hmm. like that's what it feels like it feels like it was shoehorned in yeah at the last minute which is why it's so fucking dumb right because the principal is not a character we see her in one earlier scene when yeah. henry goes in and is they like don't... you need to call somebody and she's like i can't call anybody and i i really can't stress enough how it's because she sees her do ballet mm-hmm. like they they're showing her do ballet the principal looks really touched and then calls the cops yep. about a thing she apparently already knew mm-hmm um this movie has a weird theme of like what's your legacy what's your talent uh that doesn't go anywhere did you notice that yes yeah i don't know i guess that's tied into it i mean yeah it's that's part of it there's there's something about like neither neither peter nor the mom who it's naomi watts i can't remember what her character's name is they both yeah they don't they're they depended so much on him that they're kind of lost and they they sort of like yeah, there, there's some, there's something in there about you don't have to be the best to be worth something. Right, it's all lost. Yeah, um, it, de- it definitely the, got lost. Yeah. What's the second writing thing? The big writing thing. Uh, Henry should have been much older. Yeah, I, th- I get why it happened, but like, if you're coming at this, there's, there's, uh, let me, let me try to get this out as as best i can but like when you're coming if you're coming at this story from the idea of there is this family has a genius son and they're so dependent on him that when he dies the mom does not know what to do like she can't she can't she doesn't know how to take care of herself and she doesn't know how to take care of the younger brother uh i think that's an that's like an interesting idea and I think for that version of this idea to work, Henry needed to be like 16, 17. Because it's, it's, yeah. it's simply not believable for him to I be would... doing the things he's doing, like managing their finances. 
to to just have the knowledge that he has, he needs to be older. Like you can't do that as an eleven year old. You can't be on like the the scene with him on the phone with the stockbroker is absurd. Uh, yeah. for a lot of reasons, but just from a, a a stone cold logic reason, there's no way a broker would be listening to an eleven year old. Like even no. even if he'd gotten instructions, like the mom was like, "Listen, I've given him." you know power of attorney over all of our finances you have to listen to what he says the broker's going to be like i'm not doing a thing this child says because if i make a bad investment based on something your 11 year old says all you need to do is tell somebody that that's what i did and i lose my license absolutely (laughs) so there's no fucking way an 11 year old would be able to to run things like this so henry needed to be older but i think that's a directing failure too i would say it's producer i'm sure this this came down to like notes but like they also wanted to have the aspect of him of the boy genius inventor even though yes. that wound up not mattering at all. Not at all. Um, Again, that's that's why it really feels like this was written and it was probably meant to be a certain... Again, I'm not saying... That, I'm not defending the writer, but like it clearly was meant to be a certain tone. And I wonder if it was supposed to be... like A movie that came to mind was Nurse Betty. Like I wonder if it was supposed to be like dark, weird comedy mm-hmm. uh, or thriller. Fuck, I forgot it about certainly- Nurse Betty. <laughs> Everybody forgot about <laughs> Nurse Betty. Um, it certainly wasn't supposed to be a heartfelt comedy. No. That turns into a thriller suddenly. Like, I here's... All right. And I guess this is what... There's a, there's a scene, a terrible scene, with Sarah Silverman. Mm-hmm. There's a few. Like the one where she kisses him on the mouth, and they admit that they both have an attraction to each other. No, that uh, they, that they that have a... I, uh... No, I, I, again... I feel like this is supposed to be like he had a crush on her uh, and they're it's it's just an awkward, weird scene, but it's yeah. supposed to be that they keep giving each other shit and it's because Henry has kind of a crush on her uh, and they have a bit going. But like, it's one of those things where they don't have to sit down then and explain that to each other. And mm-hmm. yet they do. No, we get it. Like, um, yeah, you, you, you pick on people when you, when you are fond of them and the, it, like, right. that, like that came across and then she gives him a romantic ass kiss and then it's just like all right bye sarah silverman (laughs) sorry you had to be in this yep um no the scene i was thinking of is when she comes home uh with her and she says i've had a hell of a day and sheila and i are just gonna hang out a little okay Mm -hmm. uh and then there's a like a long beat and she's walking and henry turns to his brother and says they're gonna get so drunk right now which is such an awkward line um and he says it in this like weird flat shot and then they cut they they again another beat uh and she sticks her like a sitcom sticks her head out and goes i heard that and then they stick on that like they're like the audience is laughing their asses off Mm -hmm. and then they cut to them being drunk and that's like it's sequences like that where i feel like in the script that might have been that might have been like a sequence of events that's supposed to be thrown away like her just saying, I heard that walking out, cutting, I, like a really quick moment. And they stretch it out like it's this big, funny th- scene. And I feel like a lot of the quirky, funny shit in the writer's mind was supposed to be like quick throwaway moments uh, where the movie was supposed to be presented more like as a serious, uh, either as like a weird comedy mm-hmm. or as a um, like, again, a thriller. But they 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 painted it with the music and the credits and the and like they just went completely the wrong direction tonally. I have a about that specifically because they keep circling the idea that Sarah Silverman is an alcoholic and they just they just drink a lot together. They I, don't do anything with it. I think the, I think in the original version, Naomi Watts was actually the alcoholic. Probably, yeah. Because they, they circle that idea, uh, and it would play more into the idea of her being completely helpless when Henry's gone. She doesn't know how to take care of herself. Right. Um, and th- it's, you're so right, I, I because think, that, I think the, that the would, other yeah. tonal thing yep. is then when she has this breakdown, it feels like she should have lost her mind more there. I, get, like, it, I think what they were trying to make us do is that, like she's so grieving that her kid died that she gloms on to this book and this tape recorder but it really doesn't feel like that they have a moment where she's like let's make dessert all week but it's it's in the it's both in the tone of the movie the performance which again they're they're doing as good as they can but it's up to the director to change it where it's like it just should have felt 
more rock bottom, that she's more out of her mind, uh, and that she's like that's I think that's what they meant to do mm-hmm. is like she spirals, yeah, uh, and goes on this weird uh like they it's too much emphasis on Henry and his genius and stuff mm-hmm. where it feels like it should have been more about her and her hitting this rock bottom and doing this this assassination and then coming out of it at the last minute i think is what they were yeah i th- trying to emphasize yeah. and they didn't i think the better version uh, and maybe this is what it was originally was she has this you know in, in in like i said he should have been older so she has this let's say yeah. older teenage son 16 17 year old who is a genius and does take care of everything for her because you know she's an alcoholic and she just plays video games and works a a job for some reason even though they're rich <laughs> thanks to yeah. all their investments I actually we'll get we'll circle back but i think the video games are a rewrite as well yeah but. it's it's to it's to give us it's to plant the idea that she can shoot a gun yes okay thank you that's it. and that that's the only reason the- it's there Exactly, and that plays into how incredibly clueless the producers and the people making this are. Mm-hmm. I mean, where all, they you thought could also, that's what they needed to do. You could also argue that it was meant. It was also meant to show that she. I mean, it's 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 pretty heavy handed throughout. But like, she's not the parent. Yes, but like that specific the video games because it serves no purpose, and it was like, why are they doing this? There, she says, what does she say? I'm just about to level up on these motherfuckers. Yep. Which is not someone who plays, not something someone who plays video games says. So it reeked of old person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, how will she and, know how to shoot? Well, show her playing a shooting game. Exactly, and it. Th- I feel like there's a lot of those notes in this mm-hmm. where they like the writer just didn't do the work. Uh, they were just compounding notes, and so they just kept adding ingredients that amounted. It's like making a soup, and you just keep throwing stuff in, and yeah. it's like this is disgusting. So like he dies, she finds yeah. the thing and finds out that he had this plan to try to save their neighbor because he had nothing he was doing works. So he's like, all right, I'm going to kill this neighbor. So she's like, oh, I've got to. This is his legacy. This is the last thing he wanted to do. I got to carry this out, and like she should. If you were making like a good movie, like the right. way the way she snapped, she would still snap out of it by realizing why am I taking like I am about to murder somebody because a child is telling me to. <laughs> um, right. Like she would have still snapped out of it by having that, but like by having that realization. But that realization should have come about by both her and Peter realizing that Henry is not infallible and yeah. that they can live like they can live good ordered responsible lives without him like they are capable of yeah. doing that because like they have a scene where like i like the like the little like the little brother is like it should have been me and then they have to have that conversation where she's like it just, it just because henry was a genius doesn't mean you're less special to me and then they have another scene where they're going through his book and she's like well there has to like we have to be able to, to call the cops or something there has to be something and and then the right. little brother's like something henry didn't think of and they just never go back to that idea so like yeah they finish the movie with henry still being an infallible genius and and our lives are demonstrably worse without him where it's like it's that's like such a you like you forgot to do the work that would restore the character yeah. of the mom and the little brother like they we need I to mean, know that they're going to be all right without him and it's like the way you do that is by showing oh wait there was something i like like having her realize like oh he was a child so that's probably why he wasn't able to get very far all right tom you say showing channels. uh and that doesn't work because everybody in this movie just says what they're feeling i know <laughs> <laughs> so it, I'm sorry that doesn't what that doesn't align with the style of this movie, which is people saying out loud what they're what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she that's how we know she can't do anything without Henry because when he's on his deathbed, she says, "What am I gonna do <laughs> without you? I don't know how to be a mother." Because uh, mm-hmm. it's again, it's just people saying the things. It's like, yeah, we got it. Like we understand yeah. that's what you're going for. Yeah, like it's so heavy handed. <laughs> You are right that the the core concept works, but uh, they don't do it by making Henry smart enough. They do it by making the adults dumb. Yes, and that's the problem is that they it doesn't feel like a world that exists because mm-hmm. the adults are so fucking stupid. Yeah, uh, that it again like I don't I can't feel anything. 
uh, because it just it felt like a fantasy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, <sighs> shit. I, it, <sighs> and then we got to talk about Peter, the little brother's what? magic trick at the end. Oh my God, the magic trick. Where he's like, I'm going to bring my brother back in front of all of you. He's going to be in here with us. And That's an amazing moment because everybody in the audience is like, oh shit. Like, oh fuck, do we clap? <laughs> and then like he opens the chest and nothing happens. And so you could see some people in the audience like, do I clap now? Like, am I supposed to, is his brother supposed to be there but invisible? I don't know what yeah. he's going for. Is it like one of those, my brother is inside of us all things? I don't know if I'm clapping now. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, he just gets confetti to drop on them all from the ceiling, which is a reference to a scene that nobody in that auditorium witnessed. Yeah. Well, all right. And everybody's like, well, because that's that's actually, it's a David Copperfield trick is what he's doing, by the way, uh, where he makes it snow inside. Mm-hmm. I know that because I saw David Copperfield as a kid during a blizzard, and then he did his snow trick and no one was into it. Because it was just a fucking nightmare outside, and he was talking about the magic of snow. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, it it it's it's a neat trick. It's like it's like soap, uh, like weird soap snow. But <sighs> shit, what was I getting to? I don't know. Is um oh oh this was what I was getting to is that I feel like this was another producer note, which is that the boy needed an arc. So because that montage where Henry is like, I'll cheer you up. And they do like a rushed montage of him making it snow. Mm -hmm. And then for this magic trick, those are the only two points of that arc, right? Yep. And ultimately, this character is meaningless, right? The little boy. You could have cut him out of the movie. You could have cut him out of the movie, Mm -hmm. but it would have been great if he dragged Henry's body out of that trunk. Yeah. (laughs) If he just dug up his brother. His fucking rotten ass brother. Yeah. But what... All right. So what was your... Your anger at the magic trick is just that no one had it's seen just, it. It's just right? it's referencing a scene that nobody witnessed. Yeah. So like it starts to like so like it's everybody stands up and just like raucous applause. So into They're it. They're so into it. But like you wouldn't know what that meant if you were sitting there. Like it's you're all of a sudden get this white shit starts I, falling from the ceilings. Like guaranteed, one of those people would be like, "Is he dumping Henry's fucking ashes on us?" <laughs> you're right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Because I do think that people would just be relieved that something happened. Right, yeah. So they're just, they're just going, clapping like, oh, thank Christ, God. I, didn't, I didn't know what to say to this fucking kid. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the fact that- But you're that right, it, is it does look like he might have sprayed the audience with yeah. Henry's ashes. Yeah. <laughs> and that would be amazing if he did. And like, he keeps looking around for his mom, and then finally she shows up, but it's like, your mom- wasn't there eat like the that's just him and henry in that scene yeah nobody else understands the significance of this <laughs> again it really like <laughs> I, it really this movie could have been one of three things i think the first draft i think it was either a dark comedy a thriller or a like drama and somewhere down the line they kept adding elements because stuff like the little brother I could see a relationship being there in the original script, you know, mm-hmm. and it falling a- away as they added like this weird thriller aspect. Yeah. Like it like, just, yeah, it's yeah. hats on hats on hats. And exactly. so it's like, I'm trying to figure out what the original hat was, I guess. Like what was the original goddamn gimmick they were going with? Uh, I assume it's genius son takes care of mom, but dies. She doesn't know what to do follows instructions in his book to uh right or wrong i could see that um, um i think the little brother was was added if not like i think i think the reason the little brother is in it is so that we can see that he's also like literally a parent in addition to like parenting his mom right because he, he's also that like literally sense. peter's parent um right that's the only reason that character exists because they don't do shit with him <laughs> They don't do anything with it. He, he just doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> but no, I, I he, think the, there's so many characters that don't matter in this. Yeah. Uh, that are so, just so much so that like, as we said, the little girl that is the focus of this mission barely even speaks. Like she's not even a character. So it's like, no, she's barely. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, obviously we, we care because this is a horrible crime that no, nobody should go through. But like, that's all they give us is just like, well, you know, like the worst thing you can imagine. Okay, that's what's going on. All right. 
It's like, yeah, but we don't Remember? even get to like. No, it uh, it doesn't matter. She's yeah. That's, she, they no, just needed a crime. Exactly. They don't they don't bother to make her a character. So it's like yeah. All right. You remember the scene where he, she's walking around town and he's telling her real-time instructions mm-hmm. on going to ATMs and buying guns? Like, that means he walked it. He he did that, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or with, his but head, then, with his head wrapped. Right. He snuck out of the hospital. How long was he out of the hospital doing that? I don't know. Because he literally is like, all right, you go down here. Now go here. Uh, no, not here. Not your other right. Like he's saying, yeah, like they do these when, gags where it's like real time corrections. Mm-hmm. Uh, why did they think that was a good idea? I don't know. It also it the it, that that the your other right thing was also like okay, like I like we already understand at this point that like she can't really take care of herself, but like, but again, no, it's, it's no adult woman. And it's not just her again. It's her and every adult. Yeah, Sarah like Silverman everybody is, seems just right, as lost. Right, like everybody's so dumb. Like there's no way a fucking grown up doesn't know which way right is. Right? Yep. Like it's just like it 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 was like asking us to believe that she's like so stupid or like so helpless. I mean, I know people who have that issue, but it's it's, it's compounding more, on top of everything. Right, it's more of I like think, a it's there that there is a legitimate issue where it's like a like a it's like a brain thing where you it's sort of like dyslexia where you can't quite right. get it right but that's clearly not what this movie was intended i do i like definitely was, think you're right that the yeah it was just the, like she's a she's dumb or doesn't just hasn't had to do anything on her own for so long right i think you're right that the sarah silverman thing was originally part of her right probably uh, but yeah. then why keep sarah silverman with her passing out in the front yard like why have that at all then? Don't know. There's uh, there's it, no it, there if you've noticed her character doesn't serve any point either. No, it's pointless. You could remove I, I, everything from the diner from the film. Like cuz the mom doesn't need to work. I don't know why it, she works. Honestly, all right. So this is when I I it feels like it was like a bet where it's like you can't cut anything out of your script. So like there's it feels like there's entire chunks for just simple exposition. Mm-hmm. Like Sarah Silverman, there's the part where she finds her passed out and I wrote down the line, let me guess, drinking away the memories of that ex who left you in the lurch with two young boys and she goes, "No, that was you." And I think that they just needed to get that out that oh, that's where Henry's dad is. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think they didn't know how to do that. And it's the same with the diner is I think they needed to know, like someone was like, well, how can she afford the gun? Like, I really, I seriously think it started with that. And they were like, I don't know, maybe they have money. And it's like, but then why aren't they rich? And it's like, I don't know, maybe Henry is uh, doing like stock markets. Uh, And she's like still working. Like, it feels like that the diner, Sarah Silverman, all that were like these chunks that ultimately just serve brief sentences of exposition mm-hmm. that probably had more importance in earlier drafts here's and they didn't just get rid of them and find new ways to to say those things mm-hmm. here's what i think um okay i think yeah definitely sarah silverman's character used to just be naomi watts and they created that character so that they could roll like the alcoholism into her uh i think the diner exists and the idea that Naomi Watts goes to work at this diner for no obvious reason because they probably got a note being like oh the mom's not likable she just all Ah, she does is all she does is sit at home and drink and play video games and the writer in this scenario you know the writer would be like well yeah that's the point she like can't she's a Right. She's a, she's basically, you know, she's a man child. She can't, she's a grown, a gr- an adult baby. Like she doesn't know how to take care of herself. Yeah. So like, well, what if she goes to work anyway, just so like we can be on her side for like trying to support her kids. And it's like, all right, well, let's, just, let's just have her go work at this shit job. And then, uh, well, if, if, she, if she's an alcoholic, it'll give people pr- trouble liking her. Okay. Let's say her coworkers an alcoholic. Right. But they still had to have it in. It kind of reminds me yeah. a little bit of, um, uh, Tommy Wiseau's The Room. Because I feel like one of the, I think one of the things about The Room is that Tommy Wiseau, this has always been my theory, is that he wanted to get across certain ideas and didn't understand that, like, you, can, you can't just spread them out mm-hmm. uh, to every character. So, like, I think they wanted the idea of alcoholism in this script. And, like, I think there's a level of, like, adults are disappointing him. 
Yes. And showing the ways adults are dysfunctional. Yes. And so they just, they, they had it in their mind like, we got to have alcoholism in here. Uh, it doesn't matter if it, it doesn't make any sense ultimately for the story. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that way with like, in in the room if you remember the the mom who's like i definitely have breast cancer like those random moments uh that i feel like were also that it's like them wanting to have these themes but not understanding that the themes have to tie into the story and that's what that felt like it's like we want to talk about alcoholism but we can't actually fit it in i don't know just have a side character who has a drinking problem there we're done and then ultimately that character has no purpose it's here's what all right going back to the rube goldberg idea that's what it feels like right is that the movie is introducing a bunch of characters that are going to be pieces of the larger machine that is whatever henry's plan is Mm -hmm. and then none of that happens correct and i i i don't know if maybe that's why all those characters existed um, going back to the idea of like this being a dark comedy, like I wonder if there was a version of this where it's it's all like Rube Goldbian, gold like a Rube that Rube Goldberg machine where it like like a Guy Ritchie type situation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where like this causes this causes this. Yeah, and it's like kind of more quirky. Uh, like I guess, and again, this is why I keep saying it's a failure of the director is I can't figure out what fucking tone this movie is. It's impossible. And the first thing the director (laughs) needed to do is look at this script and say, this is what kind of tone I'm going for. Um, And I don't know. It's it's fascinating that there's literally scenes where it feels like a Ashley Judd 90s thriller, Uh, like the Dean Norris stuff. Mm -hmm. And she's got the fucking scope out and stuff. And then there's scenes that feel like fucking goodwill hunting. Mm -hmm. That's wild. And so I and assume there's, and was, then there's scenes that feel like radio flyer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some radio flyer shit. Yeah. I think I really think it's a, a writer who had a very specific idea in mind. Mm-hmm. Whether or not that was good, whether or not they're good at writing dialogue, um, I think it got it got spent decades with producers giving notes until it became this Frankenstein, and then it was handed to a director who didn't quite know what to do with it or didn't care to know who was just like going from one Jurassic world to the next. Uh, and they just like shot it as it was on the page. Yeah. There's, there's no vision here. (laughs) No, there's no vision. Like he films her leaving. He films her. I remember this, this stuck out in my mind. Like it, like a fucking lawn dart just planted in my brain. She leaves the talent show. He, he shoots her leaving the talent show like a car chase in Jurassic world. Did you notice that? No, that's great. Where it's like, I mean, and I get it because she's oh, she's, where she's going to go do the plan. She's going to yeah. go do, the plan. and I get it because she's supposed to be like racing, and like it's it's this dramatic shot that zooms out in the street and pulls ahead of her as she zips out there. Um, and it's not a bad instinct to like give us you know momentum and like ah we're moving, but nothing else in the movie is like that. Exactly. <laughs> like it really felt like he'd look at each scene and be like, well, this seems like a thriller scene, so I guess I'll shoot it I like guess that. I'll do that. And yeah, exactly. Just no consistency. Yeah. <laughs> there's no like it's not a slow thing. Like there's just tonal sh- shifts, mm-hmm. sudden. It's, it's whiplash. Like the first time he looks movie. through to the neighbor and sees like Dean Norris. Uh, and it just suddenly becomes a completely different movie all of a sudden. And you're like, mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's whip, it's complete wh- fucking whiplash back and forth. And there was the beginning of a really good idea there too, and he just doesn't really. It's like he doesn't figure it out, or he just thought <sighs> there's a motif of you know, like you don't ever see the abuse, which obviously, why would you? Um, yeah, they show the reaction to it. They show which the reaction is actually, to it. It's not it's not uh, a bad instinct. It's not a bad instinct, I was going to say. Yeah, but the, it is the, bad for a movie like this. Like you don't need it to you don't need to feel like you're watching 8 mm all of a sudden. No. It's again, it's it's choose your fucking tone and yeah. start with it and keep like let them let the audience know what type of movie they're watching. Uh like, because that like is like shocking. Yeah, when it it happens very suddenly. Yeah. Um yeah. The, the the thing I was talking about is there's there's a motif that he uses twice, I believe, but it would have been it's such a good idea and you really could have gotten more out of it. It's basically you know the abuse is happening because a character will look down at the front window and see that Dean Norris is not sitting in his chair. Yeah. So That's you a good think idea. 
Yep, <laughs> like, you'd, you'd think that would go somewhere. Yeah, that's all you need is that image. But like he he either didn't figure it out or just didn't. Yeah, I don't know. It's there's there's yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna make any more excuses for Colin Trevor. <laughs> no, it's this is a bad script and then a director doing a bad job. Yes. Um, and I've gone off on Colin Trevorrow how I like going back on Jurassic World. Like you can watch those movies and compare. Like look at very similar scenes that what Spielberg did or hell any director who just understands tension. And how Trevorrow doesn't didn't know how to shoot the scenes. He just didn't know how to shoot them. Uh, and, and and so like it's just he he it's a director that got way in over his head immediately. Um, was able to find success because Jurassic World is a Jurassic Park sequel. Uh, and then I feel like Book of Henry goes back to prove like yeah he doesn't know the fundamentals or at mm-hmm. least he needs more time with them before you give them a movie like Jurassic World. But because Brad Bird was like, hey, I saw safety not guaranteed. This guy's he's a white guy. Get, give him Jurassic Park. Like, he just cut the line. And, like, this movie is a very frustrating proof of that. Where it's like, yeah, this isn't a well-made movie. It's not a good script either. Uh-uh. No. And, I again, I don't know whose fault any of it is. And even in Trevorrow's defense, maybe he was coming off. Because, again, he was supposed to make this before Jurassic World. And I think he was probably like contractually tied to it somehow, maybe not. And then, uh, and then he was clearly going from this to Jurassic World two, and maybe he was like, "Look, I just got, I'm just going to make this movie," and maybe he didn't care, which not a great defense, but maybe he just looked at the script and was like, "Yeah, that's great. Let's just shoot it." Uh, yeah, and didn't give it much thought. I don't know because I he don't gave know. he he gave Jurassic World the exact same amount of thought. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's like his, um, his, his, his ideas of filming are, well, can we see everything? Yeah. All right, yeah, then. It's it, fine. Is it all evenly lit? Like, he yeah. doesn't light. <laughs> like, everything's just, it's like fucking an episode of, like, Star Trek. Everything's evenly lit. Yep. There's, the, everything's yep. shot in the least interesting way. Ex- yeah, it's, it's, yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, well, all can we need we to do. Can we see it? Yeah, is can we see everything? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so like, I really, yeah, the, the tonal, this movie is so uh, tone deaf. It's tone deaf. Like Mm -hmm. it doesn't know what it is Mm -mm. or what it should be doing on Mm -mm. top of the fact that the dialogue is exhausting. Yeah. And it's just every beat is like so unbelievable. Yes. And there's like little, there's just little things too. I don't know. Like the diner she works at, the guy mentions how the new payroll gal got her checks wrong. And it was like, I don't think the diner has like a payroll person, but like, whatever, maybe it does like little things like the radio thing where it's like, oh, I guess he snuck out of the hospital. Uh, it's just, it's so sweaty. The principal, mm-hmm. the principal is in- incredible. Uh, it's, uh, it's a real fart, <laughs> man. I is, wouldn't suggest the dustiest fart. It is the dustiest fart. I wouldn't recommend it because it's not like. This isn't like watching Face Off, you know? Like, it's not like, wow, this is so bad, it's good. Um, it's fascinating. You you, yeah. you worded it well. It's uh, If you're interested in movie making, mm-hmm. watching this and trying to figure out what happened uh, is fun, I would say. Yeah, it's like, it's like watching Master of Disguise. It's like, this is... Yeah. This does everything wrong. Yeah. <laughs> It does everything wrong. Yeah, it is. It is quite, uh, quite fascinating to watch. Right, and you can't quite figure out who failed. Again, I will say the one, the people who come out of this clean. The entire cast. Yeah, it's fine. They're doing fine. They're doing. They're doing the best they can. Yeah. The all both of the child actors. Uh, they they're all everybody. They're all doing as good as they can yeah. with what they have. Mm-hmm. God, and she fucks the kid's brain doctor, right? Like, they're fucking, right? I mean, that's gonna... I think that was a seed that they meant to plant, but didn't really. Yeah. Remember the part where they show he's really good at checkers and therefore a genius? Yep. That was really funny. <laughs> now I'm just yep. going through uh, just random shit that happened in this, but... Yeah. She I, has well, a cool handshake. That's how they give the, the daughter some sort of development. Her and the mom have a cool handshake. Yeah, they're just trying to establish that they have a relationship so that when she steals the child at the end of the movie, it's not weird. Yeah. This is the stupid. Uh, I hate this movie. It's, 
Yeah. I, I just I, scanned I, over my note that says, yeah. I've never been happier to see a child die in a film. <laughs> yeah. I, I was really mad at the movie at that point. Uh, get that fucking kid out of here. Yeah. I don't want to hear him Jeez. say any more genius lines. Again, right. the boy genius's plan is to buy a gun and Man, shoot the guy. Buy a gun. What a fucking, what a weird idea. That's... <laughs> Norris just hearing whistles going out to the woods. Yeah. His plan was, I'll make a whistling sound and he'll I'll come out whistle. in the woods. Sure thing. Yeah, you're gonna. I'll, I'll whistle so he wanders out in the woods and then I can shoot him. <laughs> it's like, and like yeah. we see her, we, like we we see him taking notes on the bridge, and then that pays off later when we see like that's where he was gonna dump the gun. But it's like, where were you gonna dump his body, Jimmy Neutron? Yeah, yeah. Where was he gonna dump the body? I assume it was maybe the same as the. Uh, like uh, yeah, yeah, but how is his eleven-year-old ass gonna carry Dean gonna Norris, carry Dean Norris across town to a? Bridge? That's why. Uh, that, again, this movie is so badly written. I, I thought it was gonna be uh, like I thought I gave it this much of the benefit of the doubt. It was like, oh, he lined it up so he could shoot him, and then he'd naturally fall off the bridge. I was thinking that too. Yeah, that's because that's yeah, o- and then obvious, that's not, right? Yeah, that's not what it is either. Just shoot him in the woods and then, I don't know, bury him? Was the idea to always ask his mom? Because here's here's a question, Tom. How was he ever going to get the gun? He's 11. Mm-hmm. It's what another was reason, his plan? It's, it's another reason why the kid needed to be older. And may, maybe yeah. was initially. I don't know. I don't know. But like his original plan was to get that gun without his mom. Mm-hmm. by saying the uh, word I don't Dominic. Care. I don't care how many yeah. times you say Dominic, that dude yeah. is not selling an 11-year-old a sniper rifle. Yeah, and again, this this is part of it, is that it's just, it's not smart enough, so like the kid's plan is dumb. It's so we're, dumb! We're supposed to be His like, oh, look how smart. plan is to buy smart. a gun! Yeah. Really? And they, That's they your keep plan? Trying. I think they, again, I think, I don't think... There's definitely pieces here, like maybe he wasn't originally a genius, and then maybe a producer was like, it's got to be like Ocean's Eleven, you know? It's got to be like, like, oh, he's got to be smart. So like they added the Dominic thing or something, because he could just... <sighs> the Dominic thing is really dumb, because it hinges I mean, on the, the, the gun fucking... store owner being so stupid that when you just say, I'm here, Dominic sent me, he doesn't like call Dominic. Yeah. Or like, it's, it's just so dumb. Yeah, I mean the Columbine kids got guns to the mail, right? Like at, Yeah. Like uh, There are yeah, there are ways for children to ways get guns. Ways for children to get guns. Um, and it's not this way. Uh Yeah, it's, it's just so fucking stupid that fucking Billy Quizboy here, his big idea. Yeah, it's to buy a gun. Yeah, you and you shoot, were like me where you shoot Dean Norris in his backyard. <laughs> It doesn't take a genius to do this. <laughs> it's a really ungenious plan. Yeah. That's the other thing is it's not like, ah, no one will know. It's like, well, you're shooting someone in a neighborhood. You bought the gun. She bought the gun in broad daylight. Like nothing, it can be traced to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you, you, you're like me. You thought he was going to Da Vinci in there with a flying machine and like pick him up and drop him or something. Yeah. Like you thought something, he was going to home alone this guy. And no, yeah, just a gun, it buy a gun in broad daylight, make a whistling sound, and shoot a man in his yard. Mm-hmm. That's the plan. Mm-hmm. Why, yeah, why is he a genius? Also, they have to do the thing where they make it really, they have to make it like, no, no one can help. But then at the end, when she confronts him, she's like, I'll go to the press or the FBI. And it's like, oh, yeah, you could do that. Mm-hmm. You could have done that this whole time. Yeah, huh? you really could have done that, yeah. Yeah, it's not an impossible situation where the only solution well, is again, to and kill the, him. The solution happens because the principal just randomly decides to make the phone call that she inexplicably refused to make earlier in the right. film. The th- phone call that I assume the mom could make at any time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, that's the thing is that they, the, the way they make it is that his brother is Child Protective Services. And then they have these like phone calls where she that you can hear this like muffled voice like, there's just nothing we can do. And it's like... All you have to say is he's related to the child protective services guy. I we need another person in here. It's not a fucking impossible situation at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then the end, like you said, is the principal being like, "Oh wait, I could just do the thing," and mm-hmm. they do it. This movie is terrible. It's a bad movie. 
bad movie. Bad. How dare Bad movie. Bad. <laughs> Shame on you. Stop it. Are we done? Stop Are we done it, here? Oh, we're done. We've been done. Mike, it makes me mad because it's one of those where it's, you know, if you're anybody who's trying to write movies uh-huh. or just a writer, it's just like, come on, guys. How this, does this get made? This really? Like, everyone saw this story and was like, yep. Yep. This is the movie. <laughs> this is the movie. It's like, is it, yeah. is it a movie? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> is Dave. It a movie? I, I want to be done, so let's tell them the things. Okay. Okay, well, first I want to thank Harris. I do, I genuinely want to thank Harris. Harris knew what Harris was doing when Harris told us to watch this, I assume. Yeah, I don't think no Harris is yeah, there's no like, they, oh, they, no, they, they didn't like my favorite movie. No. No, no, nobody likes this movie. Harris wanted to hurt us. <laughs> or, yeah. <laughs> In a fun way. Yeah. Fun hurt. Um, mm-hmm. No, no, I did, I'm, like, you, you said to me, like, you were going to watch this eventually. So was I. Yeah, it's uh, the curi- curiosity would have gotten me eventually. I needed to see yeah. this movie. So thank you, Harris. Harris Indeed, did this yes. uh, through our Patreon, patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. There's mm. exclusive podcasts on there like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and Fox Mulder is a Maniac. We mm. watch movies every Friday night with our patrons. Uh, that's the $10 tier. We watched like good movies for a change this time. We watched yeah, Annihilation. That probably won't happen again for any time no. soon. <laughs> No, 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 no. no we're gonna watch. Um, we're gonna we watch, watch shit Book like of the Henry? Book of Henry. <laughs> we might. I'm. I wouldn't discount the Book of Henry. Yeah, no. Honestly. I kind of want to make like some of our friends watch this movie. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of want them to see it. Yeah. Um, uh, uh. Yeah. So check out our Patreon. Also, yeah, you can make us watch movies on a certain tier. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have a store at tpublic.com slash store slash gameplay and employee where you can get t-shirts, masks, mugs, stickers, posters, all kinds of things. So check that out if check you it would. Out. Check, check, yeah. check it out. <laughs> um, Do it. All right. Let's be done. Let's be done with the right. let's, let's close right. the book of Henry. <laughs> oh, slamming that book ah, of Henry. Here yeah. we go.